Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Hello and welcome to Payoff Pitch Action Network's baseball betting podcast presented by BetMGM. It is Monday, May 8th. I am Sean Zarilla, joined today by BJ Cunningham, Brendan Glasheen out this week. BJ, how's it going? It's going great, Sean. We have a, a wonderful 11 game card here on a beautiful Monday and we're we're in the thick of the baseball season. Yeah, approaching the six week mark, which is as I mentioned before, the time where I generally dive back into the futures markets, start to trade guys off of my fantasy team, have enough of a data sample where I think we can analyze where the rest of the season is headed for some of these players who've made improvements or are showing signs of injury or decline. For today's show, we're going to break down that exciting 11-game baseball slate. But first, a reminder, last week's payoff pitch hit 100 episodes, and we're celebrating with a giveaway. Leave us a five-star review and rating and tell us why you like the show, who your favorite analyst is, obviously me, or favorite producer, producer Matt, Producer David, we love them very much, but leave us a five-star review and rating. Tell us why you like the show, who your favorite analyst is. Later this month, we will pick a few winners who will get to choose either an item for our Action Network store or get a one-year subscription of the award-winning Action Network app. Really appreciate everybody listening. We really appreciate it. But leaving us a five-star rating and review is how we're going to continue to grow this thing. So if you haven't left one yet, please do it now so you can be a part of the giveaway. Let's get into our best bets. I'm going to start with you, BJ. Short slate. I had difficulty narrowing this one down, finding more than four or five bets for me total. So yeah. I hope you have one that you feel particularly strong about. I do. I mean, I only have around, uh, I only have three bets right now, and I'm still looking, trying to find some more. But what I do like the most on this card is the Brewers for the first five innings at minus 110. I don't really think Freddie Peralta should be as just straight pick him against Tony Gonsolin. So Gonsolin last season... He did overperform, but he was stellar on paper. You know, 2.14 ERA, 0.87 whip, and opponents only hit 173 against him. But his expected ERA was a full run higher at 3.12. And he drastically overperformed on all of his off-speed pitches if you compare the weighted on-base average allowed to the expected weighted on-base average allowed. Now, his stuff plus and pitching plus last season was 103, which is good. It's above average, but it's, it's not elite, which means he is due to regress somewhat. And that's kind of what you're seeing this season. I know it's only been two starts, but his stuff plus through those two starts is down to 96. Freddie Peralta this season, I mean, he's been nasty. Stuff plus of 108, pitching plus 104, which is actually a slight improvement from last season. And last season, he was a 2.7 expected ERA pitcher who dominated with his fastball and his slider with both pitches allowing under 290 expected weighted on base average. Now this season, his velocity is up. 
his stuff plus is up and the spin rates are up on both of those pitches, which are basically the only two pitches that he throws the slider and his fastball. So he's only going to get better as the season goes along. So I think the Brewers do have an advantage here in the starting pitching matchup and the Brewers, although the Dodgers have been better against righties than the Brewers have the Brewers are the number one defensive team in baseball right now, plus 26 defensive runs saved. So while the Dodgers have been middle of the road. So I project the Brewers at minus 132 for the first five innings. So I like the value on them at minus 110. Taking it as a encouraging sign to BJ, the moment I threw it to you to start talking about the Brewers, our guy Stucky entered Brewers Moneyline minus 105 in the Action Network app. And I literally got the notification the second you started talking. (laughs) So taking that as a positive sign, but BJ likes the Brewers first five only to minus 110. My favorite bet for Monday slate, the Tigers under seven and a half. The Tigers and the Guardians in Cleveland. The Guardians generally an under team. They don't hit well and they have a decent bullpen. But both teams in the lesser split for their offense in this matchup. Tigers facing a right-handed pitcher over the past two seasons, 75 WRC plus, dead last in baseball. If you go back over the past 20 years or so, they rank in the bottom 5% of all offenses against right-hand pitching. They're historically bad. The Guardians, though, are not much better against lefties, 29th over the past two seasons, 83 WRC plus. These two teams, both closer to league average, against their better split but in their lesser split they both rank in the bottom two teams in the league so decent pitching matchup for both pitchers decent pitching weather for both pitchers temperatures in the low 60s wind blowing in around 9 10 miles an hour from right field so i made this total around 7.2 i like the under eight to minus 118 it has moved down from eight though you could take an under seven and a half to even money it is actually gone past that so i will allow you to bet it to minus 105, but I would go no further than seven and a half minus 105 on that total. Let's move on to fade the public. I've thrown out one money line, two potential totals that have been heavily bet by the public today. I don't know if BJ and I have a lean or a side on any of these necessarily, but we're still going to chat about them for a minute. The public likes you. That's the only reason that this might fly. How are we going to handle the public? In terms of the money line, 92% of bets, 89% of cash betting the Yankees to defeat the historically bad Oakland Athletics. And then we have a couple of overs that are very public as well. 89% of the bets, 95% of the cash on Rangers Mariners over seven and a half, and also 88% and 94% on Rays Orioles over eight and a half. Of the three, the one that I am closest to betting against is the Orioles and Rays under eight and a half. I made that total closer to eight. I'm actually going to wait to see if it'll get a little bit higher and glow up closer to, closer to nine. I have it at 8.3. The Rangers and Mariners total I have at seven and a half would probably need an under eight at plus money. And then the Yankees and athletics, I projected that line at minus 180. So I'd very highly doubt that that comes into range for me unless the A's get up to plus 200. So I will not be fading the public today. As I said, unless that Rays Orioles total continues to climb up and I can get an under a shame and BJ, those three games, anything there for you? You know, it's funny that you said that. Uh, you know, we obviously both project out these games. We project them very differently. But the total I have for the Rays-Orioles is 8.36. Yes, and sir. Have, there you go. So right on with that. And then Rangers-Mariners, I had 7.3. So, you know, obviously would need, you know, like you mentioned, under eight at even money as well. I mean, it's the J.P. Sears revenge game, Sean. Uh, he got, obviously got traded to Oakland from from the Yankees, but he has uh, been very subpar to begin the season with Nestor Cortez in the mound. And like you mentioned, the A's historically bad, uh, both yeah. in the bullpen, 
offensively, just it's, it's been a disaster for Oakland. So I am, I'm with you. I'm passing on all three of those. Uh, and they get in those ranges that you mentioned. I'll be firing them. Just want to point out very quickly, the Oakland A's starter 7.7 ERA this season, their bullpen 6.7 dead last in the league in both categories. BJ, uh, I just want to ask because I did bet their win total over coming into the year. I believe it at 57 and a half. I think it closed 59 and a half. Did you have a win total order over on the A's as well? I stared at it. I don't have one currently right now, yeah. uh, but I definitely stared at the over for a long time. You know, the thing about it was, is with Shintaro coming into the the ro- rotation, you thought you maybe get some improvement there along with, you know, even looking at last season, like JP Sears wasn't terrible. Like you could make a case that they had two or three serviceable starters. And then the bullpen, obviously injuries have taken their toll, which has made them one of the worst bullpen, historically bad bullpen in baseball. Um, but yeah, it's, it's bad. Um, and it's just one of those. And this happens every year with, with some team last season, it was the reds for a long time. And now we're at a situation where every single day I just stare at the A's and I say, do I want to bet them? And usually it's like, all right, I'll do it for the first five innings. Cause I don't want any piece of this bullpen right now. Um, and it's just a disaster every single day. So, um, yeah, they've gotten a full breakout from Brent Rooker. I mean, Brent Rooker yeah. has win and a half season. Uh, it's not like everybody on the team is performing horribly. Mr. Ruiz has actually been pretty decent. So guys who I thought could like break out for them and perform well are doing it, but the pitching has been so bad. They're completely buried. So just, just interested to see as this team moves out of Oakland, I wouldn't be surprised if the city of Oakland comes in and locks the doors on the Coliseum and tells them to get out because they're an embarrassment to the city and they go ahead and move. Did you, a few I don't know early. if you saw this there, there are the Oakland's offering a uh, like 32 game package for like $90. Like that's something you offered in like in double a in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Well, I will be making a trip out West probably at some point this season. And I may buy a full ticket package to the Oakland A's and then sell them off individually for the games I don't go to. <laughs> Baseball betting season is here, so get in on the action with the king of sportsbooks. Sign up with BetMGM using bonus code ACTION and get up to $1,000 paid back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Michigan, Mississippi, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Puerto Rico, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C., West Virginia, Wyoming, or Ontario only. Only must be 21 or older to wager, 19 or older in Ontario, new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from ensuance. Excludes Michigan, disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, D.C., Kansas, Louisiana, Nevada, Wyoming, or Virginia. 1-800-270-7117 for confidence help in Michigan, 1-800-GAMBLER in Indiana, Maryland, New Jersey, or West Virginia, 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York, call or text Tennessee red line at 800-889-9789 or call 1-888-777-9696 in Mississippi. In Ontario, if you have questions or concerns about your gambling or someone close to you, please contact Connects Ontario at 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, and Utah, and other states where prohibited. Promotional offers not available in Nevada and New York. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Let's move on to our favorite underdog of the day. We have good luck around here with consensus underdogs. Anthony and I wrote a consensus underdog to a win last time I was on the pod. And BJ and I have had a couple of underdogs that were consensus dogs catch this season. We've got another one for Monday night. Where's my dog? It is the Washington Nationals at plus 190. BJ, tell me like why we like the Nationals tonight, and I'm sure it has to do with pricing. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, Jake Irvin is going to be on the mound. You know, his numbers in AAA were, were not good, and even in AA going back, it's not that, it wasn't that good either. But, you know, in AAA, he did have a stuff plus of 98 and a pitching plus of 101, which is serviceable, you know, average AAA starting pitcher. But this, what I believe is this line's just incredibly way too high on Di Sclafani. I mean, he listen, he's been good this season, 2.13 ERA, but his expected area is uh, getting close to four. So he's due to, to regress, and the stuff plus numbers are very concerning. 91. None of his pitches are over 100. So this is just screaming of a pitcher who's going to regress at some point. And I get it. The Nationals bullpen is an absolute nightmare. I had them on Saturday night against the Diamondbacks. They teased me by getting going, scoring, what was it, four or five runs in the top of the ninth and then just completely blowing it in the bottom of the ninth. That was not fun. But the Giants bullpen has been pretty below average as well. I mean, they have an ERA over five right now, a walk per nine rate over four. Their left on base percentage is 62.5%. If it wasn't for the Oakland Athletics, that would be the worst mark in Major League Baseball. And the Giants are also 24th in defensive run safe. So I get it. They're good against right-handed pitching, and this is a below-average pitcher they're facing. But I only have the Giants at minus 157. So I think there's pretty decent value here on the Nationals uh, at this big of a number uh, in San Francisco. I'm a bit higher in the Giants. I have them at minus 170, but at plus 190, there's still plenty of value to bet the Nationals here. I like them down to plus 185, which is roughly where it opened Agree with the sentiments on Jake Irvin. Uh, I think he could be a serviceable back-end starter in the major leagues, a, you know, a number five starter moving forward. Di Scalfani has pitched well. He's beaten me a couple of times. You can throw out last year's stats. His expected metrics were north of five, six last year. He is a four ERA type of pitcher. If you go back over the past few seasons, that's roughly where his peak is settled. I think he's back there this year, but I can't really put him past as BJ mentioned, that four expected ERA mark, 3.9. So putting the pitchers at those respective levels, where I view these teams relative to one another, the Giants coming into the year weren't projected to be bet much better than 500. The Nationals, by some projections, actually had them as high as 65, 70 wins. So there's not a massive, massive difference between the Nationals, who I view as one of the better bad teams in the league, 
and a team like the Giants, who I view as sort of a mid-pack team, maybe best case scenario, competing for a wild card. So this line is pretty high for me, even with the Giants at home. As I said, I like the Nationals. Bet them at close to plus 200. You can take them down to plus 185. And let's get to our final bets for Monday's slate. I do not have a ton here. To be honest with you guys, I've only fired about five or six bets total. And I have a one more for the road. One of them, though, that I have not mentioned, the Rockies and the Pirates over eight. Decent hitting weather in Pittsburgh today. I like Mitch Keller. I actually bet Mitch Keller for the first five innings. We'll get to that in one second. But I do have this total closer to 8.5, I believe. So I do like the over eight. I have it at 8.8, actually. So I like the over eight up to minus 120 or eight and a half to minus 103 bj before i get to the rest of my bets do you have anything on the rockies and pirates total uh i do have that total projected at let's see here 8.42 so you know somewhat close of decent value i mean freeland's been i mean he was he's been he was a disaster last season and he hasn't been that good this season as well and i listen I love Mitch Keller. You know, I know him personally from my days in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. He's definitely improved a lot this season, um, but I'm not so sure that he's now getting into this ace type category where we can start setting totals at eight. Uh, So um, I agree with you there. Uh, As far as I only have one other bet on the card today, and it's going to be, the Astros Angels under eight and a half at even mm-hmm. money. Uh, Hunter Brown, the stuff plus is very, very encouraging through his first few starts here in the major leagues. 106 stuff plus, pitching plus of 103. You know, he's got an expected area of 3.7 going against Patrick Sandoval, who, you know, has always been around a four ERA type pitcher for his career. And the stuff plus on him is also pretty encouraging as well. Uh, excuse me, the pitching plus on him is very encouraging as well, sitting around 100. Um, so with two decent starting pitchers on the mound, uh, the Angels ha- have been good against have been good against left-handed pitching, not very good against righties. So I think this is a decent spot here, and I only project 7.8 runs. So I like under eight and a half in Astros Angels. I'm a bit higher on that total, but I certainly agree with your sentiments and your feelings on the two respective starting pitchers. I have a few other bets that I paired together in first five parlays, just slight edges, the Diamondbacks to minus 195, the Guardians to minus 190, the Pirates to minus 175, and the Mariners to minus 155. I think all of those lines are parlayable with one another up to around a 1% edge compared to where I have them projected. Do not go crazy. I paired the early games together and the late games together. We're just going to keep things very simple and entertaining on this short slate, but we're not going to go and force bets. We're going to make sure we have an edge when we're playing them. And the reason why I put these first five lines together at smaller edges sometimes, I tend to do better projecting first five lines than I am over the full game. You're much more confident that I'm accurately projecting those because I know exactly which pitchers are in. So when I can compound the edges together, even if it's a smaller edge, don't mind taking a smaller risk and shooting those at plus money. That will do it for me and BJ, though, for Monday's slate, an 11-game short slate. Not too many bets from either of us, but hopefully you can cash those tickets. We will be back on Tuesday morning. Best of luck with your bets. Look at this crowd on its feet. What a tribute. No one wants to leave. 
Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.